Hello, beautiful people. Good morning to you all. You're most welcome to another weekend edition of Marriage Diet. This is your regular host, Festus Flourish Osemuahu. And today is the 25th day in the month of September 2021. I want to welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us. It's a Saturday and you know what that means. We're just going to talk about sex in marriage. We had a very great week talking about marriage to Nabal. And those of you that have been following us, you know, from Monday to Friday, we talk on general issues. And of course, weekend Saturdays and Sundays, we talk about marital sexuality. And so um, we, we, we had... Um, concluded on the marriage to Nabal and hopefully by Monday we would start the question and answer series so please keep your questions coming in and hey you know what we're just going to talk about sex and I know that a lot of persons usually look forward to weekend's podcast yeah we know it when we look at our podcast channel we see the traffic all right you know and i'm sure a lot of men like this yeah you know let's see how we go today all right you recall last weekend we, we started off with a topic uh, common sexual challenges in marriage okay we started one on saturday and uh, we continued on sunday and of course today is going to be the third part and of course um, a build up from where we stopped on Sunday. A common sexual challenges in marriage. We're beginning to look at some prevalent um, sexual challenges in marriage that have been affecting a lot of marriages, affecting couples. Okay, they're very common. In other words, you, it happens here, it can happen there, it can happen across board. And uh, because of our involvement with a lot of couples, we're able to hear, get feedback from them, and we see these things happening almost every time. And so we try to provide solution. However, drawing out these challenges first so that we can begin to look at for way forward. So on, on Saturday, we talked about mis mismatched sexual drive, where the drive, the sexual drive for both partners in marriage doesn't fit. Uh, yeah, let me use the word. It doesn't match up its, itself. And then, of course, um, the next day on Sunday, we talked about a performance anxiety, um, where, of course, eventually leads to erectile dysfunction. So because you are anxious for nothing, you are anxious that uh, the Johnny boy could go flaccid. You know what I mean? Okay, so you just need to listen to episode on the 18th of September and 17th. Okay, check out our podcast channel and you're going to come across these two uh, teachings on the 17th and 18th of September. Okay, today we're going to be looking at the third um, sexual challenge and that is no sexual intimacy in marriage no sexual intimacy amongst couples okay let, let's use that word no sexual intimacy amongst couples okay now what do we mean we mean there is no sex and not just sex no intimacy you know intimacy is much more than the penetrative sex intimacy you could be intimate and uh, very romantic all right you do your kissing and pecking and all that and you're not you do not penetrate okay in this case there is none there is none it's as if they're just two policemen you know police bulldog in the house two strangers in the marriage and and it does 
happen. We've seen this over and over again with a lot of couples in marriage. And this can really, really be killing. All right. So it's a challenge. But let's quickly look at how this challenge usually play out itself. All right. We're talking about no, no uh, intimacy. Um, couples, a situation whereby couples no longer have sex with themselves. Um, they're not even romantic. They don't even hug themselves. Okay. It's as bad as that. They don't hug themselves. And funny enough, they could even still lie they're on the same bed. All right. So they usually have the west and the east you know, bedside, you know what I mean? The husband stays on the east, the wife stays on the west, and they just live normally. That's the most bizarre aspect of this kind of scenario when it does play out itself. Couples who have recorded known intimacy for five years, 10 years, even much more than that, they've also reported that everything looks so normal and they get so used to it that they're not even complaining about it. It's a psychological thing, all right? For whatever happened, how it came to where it is, that they're no longer having sex, they've really gotten to a point now where they now see it as normal. If you ask me, that's one of the reasons why they are not able to find solution to the problem because you've got to identify that it's a problem before you can find solution to it. If you see it as normal, then how do you address it? So basically, for a lot of couples who have stayed away from sex for some time, that is always a challenge that they see it as now normal. Well, though one might see it as more normal than the other, but there is that gentlemanly arrangement that will lie down together on the same bed, don't touch, you just come, you lie down and sleep. It, it is this what I'm just describing, and some of you are like, oh, really? Can it really exist? for couples who are firebrand you know just having sex all the time they're like oh really can you have a husband and woman and wife lie down together on the same bed all the time and they are not having any intercourse yes yes we've had a couple of them reach out to us we know that these things happen there are a lot of reasons and factors anyway uh, but i'm just going to look at possible factors and uh, some of those things that could be responsible okay number one it could be that these persons had at the beginning they started off with um, premarital sex and of course that's why when i share with a lot of singles today and i tell them the consequences of premarital sex sometimes some listen some don't, don't want to listen but this is just what it is it's one of the side effects of premarital sex where you have two persons before they got married they got engaged in heavy sex. Let me use the word. They were knocking themselves morning, evening. They, they had it saturated. All right. There was nothing to look forward to in marriage. You, you know, when, when you keep yourselves and you say, okay, we're not going to touch ourselves until we get married. You know, there is always that longing. There's always that desire. Eventually, when you have her, you want to treasure it. You want to stay on it. But if it wasn't difficult, it was so cheap. Even when both of them were bro and sis in the church, you know what I mean? And they got knocking themselves backstage and behind the scene without anybody knowing, and they did it for a very long time. Eventually, when they get married, this is one of the psychological reasons why some couples at a certain time will just knock off. Number one, a man who had a wife easily, a woman easily, had sex with her before the real marriage tends to always lose respect for the wife's body easily as well 
psychologically he tends to always want to you know he, he gets it so saturated i mean he's seen it it wasn't difficult for him there was no host bar before he got married to her okay now their marriage and and one year into the marriage two years three years is the same thing they've done it all they, they've done what they think they should do so what else so naturally there is just this apathy that develops somehow that makes both of them not to want to even connect sexually and before you know what's going on the the, the i mean couple that used to have sex almost every day in morning evening night and all that after a while i just realized that there's nothing really catching about it especially for men yeah this is where it comes from women they don't mind you know the men they get saturated with it so it just it's not really what well, Okay. It used to be every morning, every evening, and then it gets it to just only in the morning or sometimes just only in the evening. And then all of this reduces completely to just um, 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 maybe a weekend thing. And before you know it, it's just one in two weeks, once rather in two weeks. And before you know it, once in the month, okay, you see gradually they're losing it and they're not mindful of it. All right, if eventually when they won't have it, they're not satisfied. It's just a normal thing. And then before you know what's going on once in three months, and then all of a sudden, they just can't even realize that they're no longer having sex. Yeah, they just even realize they're no longer having sex. They stay together six months. They just realize that they're not having sex. Why they're not having sex, they can't just explain. But they don't have any feelings towards themselves sexually. The man is not moved. He sees the wife. You know, there's this thing, the adrenaline that pumps up, the testosterone increases, or he's a rose. He's not moved. His Johnny boy is not paying any attention or rising up to salute the wife when she's naked. Nothing, nothing is moving him. Okay, and for the woman, it's like, it's not, the last time he even made love, he was so selfish about it because the man is no longer satisfied. That's the problem. And so he's got to be selfish. He will just do it just anyhow. And the woman is not even satisfied. So for her, it's like, this is really punishment. So somehow they just will knock off themselves. They're no longer interested in themselves. And before you know it, everything is gone. This is one of the major reasons why some couples would, you know, lose out, lose the steam. Let me use the word. Will lose the steam of sexual intercourse or sexual relationship in their marriage. And before you know what's going on, is completely gone now another thing that could also be responsible is when they they, they are not satisfying themselves and uh, there's a gulf in communication they are not talking all right they're just pushing themselves they're just fulfilling all righteousness sex becomes a matter of duty and the wife gives it as a matter of duty the man comes in to have it as a matter of duty because he doesn't want the wife to feel that he has a standard relationship or sexual relationship outside so he does it out of duty the wife does it out of duty there is no communication there's no dialogue there is no oh my wife i, I i'm not i'm no longer you know um enjoying this okay especially for men men easily lose out the steam especially when there is so much of in quote you know more of sex frequent sex and they just lose out on steam men see sex as game women or wife as the case may be see sex as it is part of their life is a lifestyle all right for the man after a while he wants something new he wants something different he comes on top of the wife all the time 
Whereas he's not a Mongo Park, he's not a missionary man. He comes on top of the wife all the time. And whenever he tells the wife, sweetheart, can we switch over? You come on top of me. And she says, oh, leave me. Just leave me. I'm tired. Just leave me alone. Please, just do this. Okay, now it has become, just do. Just do, please. Just do and let me get up. All right. Now, the man continues. He wanted something different, but he didn't get it. And the wife just waved it aside and almost made an issue out of it. And he felt, okay, if I sustain this and I ask more, she's going to make an issue out of it. So he continues that we be not satisfied. He climances the um, sermon is over. And sometimes the wife might not even climax, doesn't care, okay, because she's not sensitive. And this way, I want our wives to be sensitive sexually. Be sensitive to the sexual need of your husband. Yes, we know that because of the testosterone level in the body of your husband, he is always pro-sex. Yeah, women would need to be kick-started into it. You know what I mean? You know, she will have to boot into it and all that. But for the man, sex is just it. it is, it's just the, um, the, the game changer for him. So for you as a wife, you've got to be sensitive to your husband's you know, um, changing moods and, and desires and, and what of you. And so when after a while, after even using a particular sexual position, there's nothing wrong asking your husband, can we change? All right. That's, that's being flexible. Do, do you mind if we change? And they say, no, 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 I'm enjoying this. Okay, no problem. The writing continues. Not when he tells you, he summons up the courage to even tell you, okay, can you come on top? I say, mm-hmm, please, please, just leave me. Or can we, can we come, can I come in through the rear entry? No, now, please, now, mm-hmm, just let's do this. Now, when the wife becomes stereotyped that way, you become rigid, all right? The man is making all attempts to, you know, recapture the fantasies on his head. You know, men fantasize about sex a lot. And when they have a very healthy sexual life with their wives, they fantasize about it. Especially for men who are very faithful. They sit down, they fantasize about it. Okay, so when he's getting what he's looking for, he continuously fantasizes about it. He improves his mood and he wants it more and more. But if nothing is tingling his fantasy, nothing is meeting his fantasy yearning, there is that void there is that limitation you know it's a psychological limitation he will wish you know he will see them like i wish i had this i wish i had this i'm not talking about the illegal and and uh, um, perversive sexual uh, you know dimensions to sex i mean the wife has the right to say no okay all right let's not even go there or i was supposed to say hey, i've been saying it. i want my wife to give me anna sex oh, it's wrong for instance i mean you can't force your wife to do that or you're even talking about oral sex if your wife doesn't is not in it she doesn't want it don't force her but let's talk about the conventional one the ones that you know they are not subject of disputes or controversy i mean you you as a wife you should be sensitive to say okay i i, I did this the last time we made love this was the start i mean change be innovative because this is where it starts from because once the man is no longer enjoying it he's just going to come in he will just do and get up and then you will not be getting your satisfaction before you know what's going on because you are not communicating about it you are not talking about it's a challenge you're not even finding out if he is in love with what he's doing with you nothing 
and and of course you know this is very common with a lot of couples the act of sex is going on you don't even ask your wife are you enjoying it now let me ask you if you're a man out there yeah i know men love listening to this weekend edition what was the last time you asked your wife do you are you enjoying this that meaning okay maybe you are still on top of her or the act is going on what was the last time you asked her are you enjoying this what was the last time or or for you as a wife when was the last time you asked your husband are you enjoying my body you know for a lot of us a lot of couples she don't say anything you know it's the the sermon has started it's a silent sermon just keep quiet you know just you know do 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 me i do you know that kind of stuff and then the sermon ends everybody gets up no during the act like i did say I, i've taken it before maybe i'm going to repeat it again the science of mourning all right and interaction during sex okay i'm going to pick that up again during the act there should be that conversation you should talk connect much more ask your wife are you enjoying this and you hear what she's gonna say if she says she's not enjoying okay what do you want ask your husband do you love this meal i'm serving you do you hear what he's going to say by and large you'll be able to measure what is happening between both of you how much you are growing in your sexual you know acts together and this is where a lot of persons often makes it because they think it's not necessary they leave this gulf this gap and it becomes a gulf and then after a while because it's not even sweet let me use the word after all the man the man would really want to go in for it for the woman it's punishment and before you know what's going to they can skip a week they can skip two weeks until it gets to a point where they don't even see it as normal i mean because all the why there was just nothing as in terms of pleasure coming in so we can go on and on there are other factors here and there that could have led to this if sometimes even spiritual factors anyway but, but the bottom line and the solution to this is if you don't deal with the issue especially from the um the root background to it in other words what caused it if you don't deal with it from the root of the issue you're bound to come to a point where both of you will just be in marriage and sex will not make any meaning to you and please friends if you're a couple out there you're hearing the sound of my voice don't push your marriage to that extent where sex no longer make any meaning to you and one of the things i actually forgot to say is the fact that a situation like this in a situation like this or a situation like this can also be as a result of infidelity on the path of one of the couple okay you know what i mean now all right he's not just interested anymore because he's having a, a good time outside with another woman or for the woman she, she's not just interested in him because he has another man that she's having outside and for her it's just a duty just coming in so that over time can strain on them and then they will be out so i had to quickly point that out so that when we're looking at all of this holistically we can also look at infidelity as one of the major causes of um you know lack of intimacy amongst couples okay now so let's just look at what you can quickly do and once you have identified the causes you know go to sitting down talk about it and look out for ways to now gradually rejuvenate rejuvenate rather your sexual relationship and one of the ways you can do it is by agreeing okay mutually that you want to increase your sexual frequency all right now it's two things actually you want to increase your sexual frequency or you want to increase the quality of your sexuality all right there are two things increasing sexual frequency is about all right we used to have it so often and we stopped and for the last three months we don't we've not even had it 
All right, let's increase the frequency. Can we be having it four times a week? As much as we can. Now that's like increasing. Though you might not be able to achieve that four times, okay, from two times to three times, four times, okay. But you've deliberately made up your mind to increase it. Now that's number one way to it. Because after a while, you see the fire of the passion will start coming back again and you will like it. And then of course, number two is the quality, not the quantity. In, in other words, not the frequency, not how much you do per week, but what you do with that particular episode or act when you decide to do it. It could just be once in a week, but that once in a week you put so much in it. You can even decide to lodge out in a hotel, all right? You just want to create a different ambience. You pay for it. You even It will cost you some money to lodge out. And of course, you set up the ambience, you talk, you engage so much in a foreplay, you use your lavender oil and all manner of lubricating gel just to bring both of yourself to the mood and all that. You see, that's quality. So after that one episode, like, wow, you know, hula la la, we've been missing, you know? That's okay, next weekend, see? Not frequency, but about quality. You plan again for next weekend. No, can we come here again next weekend? Or can we do this often every month? Okay, why not? We can do this, see? That's the quality. But basically, uh, whichever way you look at it, whether the frequency or the quality, innovative sex is also very important here. Because when it is sweet, when food is sweet, you will ask for more. And we have, we have this popular story about Oliver Twist. I mean, if, Oliver, if the food wasn't sweet, I'm not sure Oliver Twist would have been asking for more. So Oliver Twist can ask for more when the food is sweet. So And, and, and that is mutual for the wife. You've got to understand that sex is like food. So you garnish it, you prepare it. And for the man, don't leave it to the wife alone. You prepare your wife into the sex. Wife, you know, act on, on a, a mindful mode when it comes to sexuality. So you understand the key that opens our heart up. And of course, for the wife, understand the key that also opens up your husband. And both of you have great fun. You know, start having your bath together. Stay naked together. Go to bed without your undies and your weirds. Stick together. Before you know what's going on, oh la la, the marriage bed could be on fire again. One in though, twins could be loading at the by the side of it. You know, twins things and of course, naming ceremony could also be loading. God bless you. Let's hold it here today. We'll continue from here tomorrow. God bless. I hope you were blessed. Please, let's share this podcast. And in case you're having access to this podcast for the first time, our WhatsApp number is plus 234-8107-1261-48. We'll get back to you if you do reach out to us. God bless you. Let's take another sexual challenge tomorrow. You would like it. All right. Until then, don't forget, if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. Marriage care truly cares. Please do have fun this weekend, okay? Bye.